This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 123 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. Today, we're going to talk about how quickly somebody can take a hard left turn and completely turn off or turn away a brand new firearm owner. Firearm sales are continuing to be brisk with more people purchasing their firearm for the very first time. And as reports show in 2021, one third of those brand new firearm owners are women. According to the NSSF or the National Shooting Sports Foundation, more than one third of the 5.4 million first time gun buyers in 2021 were women. Overall, nearly 30% of all firearm purchases last year went to brand new gun owners. This information is based on the NSSF's retailer surveys and Adjusted National Instant Criminal Background Check System, or NICS. More so, these surveys revealed that new gun owners are continuing to embrace their Second Amendment rights, and nearly half of those brand new gun owners are seeking out professional training. These trends show that not only is there a still a strong interest in gun ownership, but also that there are new gun owners and they are very interested in learning more about the safe and responsible handling, use, and storage of their firearms. Whether you are a professionally trained firearms instructor or just someone who is knowledgeable about firearms and are willing to share your love and expertise of the shooting sports, whichever category you fall into, as instructors, we only get one chance to make that good first impression. I always strive to make that first contact with new gun owners a positive, memorable, and impactful experience. As exciting as this first impression can be, 
it can go south pretty quickly. Take a minute and think about how much you might know about firearms. We all had to start our firearm journey somewhere. Reflect upon your own experiences. Have firearms been something that you grew up with? Where were you when you learned about firearm safety? How old were you? Were you taught by a knowledgeable friend or a family member? Do you still have your circle of firearm enthusiasts today who you can lean on and exchange questions or experiences and stories with? How many years do you have, quote, under your belt, knowing all of this information through your own research, experiences, and opportunities? Now, think about this brand new firearm owner, whether in your class, if you are a professional instructor, or just one of your friends who may have made that investment for the very first time. If they've come to you for your training and some guidance, think about them and put yourself in their shoes. Do not forget how long it took you to reach the knowledge level that you are at. The last thing that we want to do is to overwhelm or worse, intimidate a brand new firearm owner with too much information or talk or train too high up and over their head for a very basic and introductory lesson. From taking several different firearm classes myself to improve my own knowledge and skills to hearing stories and experiences from others around me, there are definitely ways to quickly turn off a brand new firearm owner. And we certainly do not want them to leave. There are some ways that you can easily turn off a new gun owner and have them just walk away. Keeping that in mind, here are six instructor stereotypes to avoid when conducting or introducing someone with a beginning firearms class. The first stereotype is the tactical instructor. This instructor conducts his or her class in full-on tactical gear. There is definitely a place for this gear and equipment and all the accessories that go along with it if you are teaching a tactical class and you have advertised your training as such. However, meeting new firearm owners for the very first time is not the place to gear up. This can be a quick turnoff for someone who knows nothing about firearms and is only seeking the introductory basics. Think back to a time where you may have gone to a gun range to practice your marksmanship, whether it be an indoor range or an outdoor range, and think about an experience that you may have encountered one of these tactical folks who are coming to the range whether they are an instructor or just shooting for their own marksmanship as well, there's a time and a place for that. And it can be very, very intimidating to someone who is just now getting into the firearms training and learning all about the equipment for the very first time. Have you ever gone to a gun range and maybe the staff at that range or the range officers 
are in their full-on tactical gear while they're working on the ranges. Um, think about what that might look like to somebody who's never been around that before. Um, whether you have or have not, it just presents that different level of training and that different mindset when you are around firearms. But for that brand new firearm owner looking for a brand new basic class, this may not be the best fit for perception for that student. Going along those lines, the second instructor stereotype is the open carry instructor. Openly carrying a firearm may be appropriate for an advanced class, but it can be very intimidating to a new gun owner. New gun owners may be anxious about their brand new purchase, and they may be possibly nervous at the thought of taking a class on firearms. An instructor who is wearing a gun, visible on their belt in a holster, or one strapped to their thigh, may be very distracting to a novice student. A new student may be too focused on the firearm on that instructor's belt to hear anything that's coming out of their mouth. Again, there's a time and a place for that type of carry. It may be the facility that you're teaching allows open carry firearms, and a lot of times you might find instructors and staff on range properties that do openly carry their firearms. But keep in mind the mindset of a brand new firearm owner. For whatever reason, they are wanting to come into your class for that basic knowledge and safety and information Whatever their past is, they're coming to you for a reason. They're asking and seeking that knowledge. Sometimes just going those advanced steps beyond by having a firearm on your hip openly or your thigh or on your boot, or I've seen them carried all kinds of places. But again, that perception, it can be very intimidating to that brand new student. Not that there's anything wrong with it. There's a time and a place for how you carry and how you wear and all of that. But again, this is thinking about that first time firearm owner coming for that information. It can be intimidating and we certainly do not want to turn away new gun owners who are seeking the training. The third type of instructor is the patch collector. Yes, it is very impressive that you have spent many years and invested a lot of money to advance your firearm training, knowledge, and credentials, gaining patches and certificates all along the way. Although this is something to be very proud of, these highly decorated shirts or vests may have an opposite effect when working with new firearm owners. I used to teach in my classes, I had a decorated instructor shirt that displayed all of my patch patches of credentials, all of my different certifications, my level of certification, until a student one day came to me on a break and told me that they were kind of intimidated to ask any questions because they didn't want to look stupid because I had all of these certifications and patches on my shirt. I now do not wear that particular shirt anytime I'm teaching a basic and introductory gun class because I do not want to come across as having somebody that is so highly trained or over their knowledge level. Um, I don't want to come off to that person as intimidating. So now I just wear a simple instructor 
t-shirt um, to make students feel more at ease because I, I am truly one of them. You know, I'm always there to be learning. And a lot of times, believe it or not, and I, I tell my students this, you know, I'm going to learn as much from you today as you're going to take away from me during this class. The next category of instructor is the all about me instructor. We've all been there, whether sitting in a class, a training, or a meeting where the speaker is more interested in sharing his or her personal stories rather than staying on topic. The reason someone signs up for a training class is to gain knowledge about a particular item or subject matter. A few relevant stories here and there may be appropriate during the lesson, but straying off topic and boasting personal stories is not. This is a huge, huge turnoff, especially to brand new gun owners seeking knowledge about their new purchase. There is a distinction between an instructor who is sharing their credentials and credibility for speaking to that topic at hand versus an instructor standing on a platform and touting story after story all about them. The next category of instructor is the graphic instructor. I recently attended an event advertised to recruit new women gun owners. This classroom was filled to capacity with eager-to-learn ladies who were all brand-new firearm owners. Before even discussing firearm safety or going over the basic gun parts, the instructor got up in front of the class and started telling these brand-new gun owners why they needed to use hollow-point bullets and started describing in very graphic detail the physical damage that these bullets can cause. This was just the beginning of the blood and gore class. I knew from the looks on the faces of these ladies that are around me that they had already tuned out the instructor. Some of the ladies left after break time and others were commenting, I just don't think this is for me. The last category of instructor is the confusing instructor. The terms that we use matter. Instructors need to use the correct vocabulary when teaching. For example, you want to avoid referring to cartridges as bullets or describing magazines as clips. Do those of us around firearms quite frequently understand if somebody says, go grab your bullets, let's go to the range or get your bullets out of the range bag? Of course we do. But a bullet is only a portion of the components of a cartridge. Rifles and pistols shoot cartridges, shotguns shoot shells. The components of a cartridge are the bullet, powder, primer, and the case. Clips versus magazines. To put it bluntly, there are no clips in firearms. Magazines hold ammunition until it's fed into the firearms chamber. Clips assist in loading ammunition into the firearms magazine. And of course, that can be broken down much further into the types of clips and the types of magazines. But the point is, we do not want to confuse a brand new gun owner with an overwhelming vocabulary of terms, especially those that may be slang to us or ones that firearm owners understand. 
We've got to get back to the basics and make sure that they understand the fundamentals, learning all of the terms correctly. Firearms have their own language. A lot of times, those of us that are around firearms quite a bit, it can be considered a second language. Um, I was once talking about the different Magnum revolvers and using the phrase 357 Mag, 41 Mag, 44 Mag. And one time a new gun owner or student raised his hand and asked me what a mag was. I realized that I was abbreviating Magnum, which was confusing to that brand new firearm owner. Instructors should also avoid using the word weapon when referring to a firearm with a new gun owner. Again, the term weapon can be very intimidating to someone who is just learning the basics. Okay, now I'm going to get on my weapon soapbox. The Merriam-Webster definition of the word weapon is something used to injure, defeat, or destroy. We as responsible firearm owners who are taking a basic firearm class and teaching others the safe and responsible use and storage of a firearm, we do not use weapons. There are three groups of people who do use weapons. The first category are law enforcement. Law enforcement officers carry and use weapons. The second category of people who do use weapons are military. Our soldiers are issued weapons to defend our country and our freedoms. The third group of people who use weapons are criminals. They have an ill intent to destroy, injure, etc. We as responsible and even the brand new gun owners are learning the safe and responsible use and storage of those firearms. Now, a firearm can turn into a weapon when used for self-defense and for protection. Again, when you're talking to brand new gun owners and people who are just coming to you for the very first time of this brand new thing they just purchased and have no idea what it's called or what direction to point it to be safe, they are not yet on that level to start training with weapons. A basic class is just that. You are introducing a new person to basics. You're introducing them to the terminology. You're introducing them to how to safely transport it, unloaded in a case with your ammunition separate, separate and away. You're introducing them how to get to the range, how to keep that muzzle end of your firearm pointed in a safe direction at all times. Follow those range rules. You're teaching them marksmanship, how to be safe on the range while shooting, keeping your uh, firearm pointed down range, pointed at your paper target. Those are the basic firearm rules and safety of using a firearm. Now, if a new student is interested in taking that next step and learning how to protect themselves and how to be um, aware and utilize their brand new firearm for protection, that is a totally different class. It's a totally different mindset. And that's the next level. You don't want to go there right out of the chute with a brand new firearm owner. So as instructors, as firearm responsible owners, we need to do everything we can to keep that term out of our, voca- out of our vocabulary 
Because when you're teaching somebody for the very first time how to be safe, how to use it with marksmanship and storage, it is not the W word. It is a firearm. Only when you take it to the next level, that's a whole nother level of training. That's a whole nother series of courses that students can take to become more proficient and safe with their firearms. So all of that said, you know, avoid using that term because it can, again, be very intimidating to somebody in a brand new basic firearm class. If you are fortunate enough to help a brand new firearm owner become familiar with their new purchase and to be comfortable on the range, it's important to remember one thing. Teach and train them at their level. Just remember how long it took you to get to the level that you are and not only to be comfortable at the level you are, but to know your firearms, safety, knowledge, and handling as much and as well as you do. Think about a time where you had a friend or a family member or even somebody from the general public approach you because they may have known you as the local expert around firearms in your community. Think about a time where you have been approached or you've even offered your information to someone about how to use a firearm, how to be safe, how to store it properly, how to clean it properly, and all the things that go along with being a responsible gun owner. Think about how much information there is just to those basic safety rules. And think about how overwhelming it can be for that brand new firearm owner to absorb all of this information that you want to share with them. Put yourself in their shoes, you know, watch their facial expressions, watch their, you know, overload. I mean, if you can tell that you're losing them because you're giving them too much information, you know, stop right there and let them ask questions. You know, you all, it's, it's their time, you know, they're the ones that want to learn about this information and it's your job, whether it be an instructor or just a responsible, you know, person given information, you know, let them direct the lesson. Let them guide the discussion. Whatever questions they have, you know, wherever they are on their journey, we need to go where they are. You know, we we need to bring our knowledge level to them so we're on their terms. You certainly don't want to lose that brand new gun owner and have them throw their hands up or walk away because they're frustrated or because they feel too overwhelmed or too intimidated. So you want to do everything you can to make this experience of training and education as knowledgeable and as positive as you can. Again, bringing it to their level, whether it be a one-day meeting or you know you take somebody um, in a classroom. You may have somebody a week, you know, five days a week, seven days a week, an hour a day. It just depends on their comfort level. You want to do it in little nuggets, little bite-sized pieces, and you want to make sure that those brand new gun owners are comfortable and they don't turn and go do something else with all their spare time because they just feel that this just isn't for them because there's too much information. We want these brand new gun owners to have a positive first experience so they recruit even more brand new gun owners to share the knowledge, skills, and proper attitude that surrounds safety and responsible gun ownership. 
So go out there and find somebody brand new to share your love of the shooting sports and take a new person into the classroom, take them to the range and go where they are and help them become more confident and more knowledgeable about the shooting sports and our Second Amendment that we all love. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.